survivors and welcome to First Aid Spray, a Resident Evil podcast by fans for fans. This is a non-numbered bonus episode where we will be giving our first impressions of Resident Evil 4 Remake by way of the brand new Chainsaw demo. My name is Sai and joining me on the panel this week, it's James aka Moist Dowlet. Hello. And Michael Burger Time Early. Where everybody go? Bingo? Correct, yes. Um, every episode of First Days Prayer is recorded live on our Discord server, so join now to hear the show early and unedited and to become part of our fantastic little community where we discuss life, the universe and Resident Evil. You can find a link to the server as well as all our social media profiles at our website fasprayPod.com. It's the support of our listeners that keeps First Days Spray going, so why not check out our merchandise or our Patreon page. Tiers begin at just $1 a month. Head over to patreon.com forward slash fasprayPod for a full list and the chance to create bonus First Days spray content no fancy intros no news no nothing let's get right into it the resident evil 4 remake demo is here um, as anticipated we first heard about it on the playstation state of play a couple weeks ago that a special demo was coming and then a couple of days ago we had the capcom spotlight uh, where there wasn't any new information on re4 which is fine we're now you know less than two weeks away from the release after all so you know, in a way, if you've listened to our previous episode, thank goodness we didn't get yet another trailer. Um, but this special demo was revealed to be the Chainsaw demo. Again, sort of as expected. It's the village section of the game. Um, I guess, first of all, before we even get into the demo itself, I just want to point out how funny it was that they advertised it as with no time limit. <laughs> like, yeah. that should not be a selling point, but sure, okay. <laughs> well when the last couple have all had time limits to them like time limits one playthrough like yeah they don't forget it i know their demo practices recently have you know over the last few years have been a little weird and wonky uh they've, they've still done some really weird wonky stuff with this demo as well that, but, that, like... that is fair that's valid um okay cool so let's what we're probably just going to kind of do is go through sort of chronologically through the demo um so the first place to start is with the opening video, which we have to assume is probably... I mean, surely it's the opening video for the full game as well. We don't know if there's any stuff that's been taken out or put in. But genuine... like I think big improvement for me personally over the original game. I know we've got the advancement of technology in that, so it's cool mm. that we get to see some actual scenes of Leon being trained and seeing him training with Krauser and meeting the president and stuff. Uh, but actually, there's another thing we'll, we'll get to in a minute. Um, but yeah, how do we feel about the opening video for RE4R Burger? How are you feeling about it as a, as a setup? Did it get you excited? Absolutely. Um, I, for one, had no idea that Leon had a history with this particular organization. Um, this is the first time I'd ever played a Resident Evil game. <laughs> and so it was just sort of a good um i'm kidding obviously no i thought it was great it was a really great like assuming people who pick up the game uh, hadn't played the you know, at the very least resident evil remake it's a it's a good way to like bring him into it um it teaches you who leon is you actually uh i was wondering if that content was from resident evil 6 at least the scene with with the president because I, I recognize that with the president putting his, his arm <laughs> on his shoulder it's funny that you say that i've seen some people saying oh well, that's a reused from infinite darkness Oh, my, okay. no, but my brain went, yeah, I think you're right. And then this morning I scanned through the four episodes of Infinite Darkness and I didn't see that. So 
it is actually, yeah, it's more reminiscent of a scene from the beginning of Resident Evil 6. That's a different president by this point. So, oh. I don't know, something about Resident Evil and the Oval Office in pitch blackness seems to be a thing. Apparently, they just seem to think the presidents just sit in the dark, I guess. That <laughs> night. Yeah, maybe. Everything's done under the cover of darkness. That's why they call it Infinite Darkness, so... <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> That's like a point. <laughs> so, uh, so Infinite Darkness also has a color palette to it, and that color pal palette is a dark blue, yes, um, which is very similar to that yeah. opening scene, which is why people, some people might have a connection, like drawing a, con a right. connection. Right, and there's a, obviously there's the whole part of the first episode where they're in the White House and all the like, power yeah. goes off. So like, I thought, I do get it, but yeah, I scanned through and I couldn't, unless I missed it, I couldn't see that scene. So I don't think that's been reused or, or I actually, I actually sc like scrolled through the trailers for infinite darkness to see if it was from there and i yeah i couldn't see it so no i think people are just getting combobulated with stuff that we've already seen that just happens to be similar yeah, um, i'm really sorry you had to do that <laughs> yeah it was, <laughs> broke my heart um james how do you feel about the intro video yeah it was great um there we got some cool little uh i the the training scenes really interested me um they really felt like operation javier was being referenced there like mm. hard like in that intro yeah um yeah i however feel like in terms of the monologue from leon it felt very w like ws anderson like in terms of like what especially with saying. this big like umbrella logo on the screen and, and then yeah. the explosion as well <laughs> like yeah um mm. but yeah, i felt very much like that so i i feel like this is a this is common by the way in with recent demos is that there's also there's always an intro where the protag or somebody explains the overarching story of what's happened so when you play you kind of get an idea of what world you're in mm. um so i wouldn't be surprised if this has been cut majorly like just chopped up and then just put into the demo um to give people an idea um because i think the intro to this game um is probably going to give us quite a lot of information i mean i hope it does anyway mm. um but yeah um it's just that's yeah it was nice it was a good demo it was a good uh, sorry intro to the demo um yeah it was very clean as well yeah um, like it was it yeah. was like it wasn't choppy it was like it was a really nice like that that first the first scene where you're looking over the the woods which i think might be our clay maybe like i don't trying know to yeah Arclay, i think maybe. it might be yeah nice um, to see that yeah. in the re engine for the first time as well but if so yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like it, i i also feel like that was kind of a callback maybe to uh netflix resident evil as well because they did a similar mm. um kind of passover um of a familiar forest as mm. well uh yeah so i enjoyed it, it was nice yeah i don't think it it was funny actually because it didn't get me grab i'm not gonna say that it was it wasn't bad by any means it yeah. just felt natural to me i was just like yeah this is yeah. exactly what like even the new scenes because it kind of goes from re2 footage into mm. new stuff just felt like yeah this makes sense so it was nothing that was like wow it was cool to see Krauser in there to, to you know lay that seed a little early and kind of establish that relationship now um earlier on even if it is just in that intro was that was good because Krauser just sort of comes out of nowhere in the original game um what's the most interesting really express friends yeah what I think what was most interesting about it is the you know RE4 originals intro video infamous for having the most you know, 
controversial law moment of all time where Leon says, oh yeah, and then the stock market's killed Umbrella. Anyway, moving on. Um, that's that's not in here at all. He's, he's And this is cool because he's talking about his own experiences and how it's sort of shaped him. I like that better. But there's no mention of Umbrella or what happened to them. So that's interesting in terms of are they just not mentioning it or is there go and I'm you know big crazy conspiracy is there going to be a big change in the law is this is RA4 going to be the one that kind of like separates the two timelines if it were I'd love that I think it'd be cool um I do definitely I do believe it was an intentional choice not to really like harp on the umbrella stuff I think so yeah it it, it's very clearly because like you know uh, um like it's not really, it's not really pertinent to Resident Evil Four. Well, it do, it will come up later because there was mentions in the original game of Umbrella a little bit, but uh, yeah, sure. it remains to be seen, of course, whether that's down continued to be downplayed, or it was left off the intro for other reasons. I don't know, but it definitely stood out to me because I was waiting for you know, Umbrella killed the stock market. Yeah, the stock market, the dead, the deadly stock market, and it never came. So I thought it's just an interesting thing to point out. Some... Then some lady from the early 2000s got cloned and then she became the hero of the world. <laughs> the end. Uh, okay, cool. So, that's the intro of the way. So, I sort of expected Demo to just sort of drop us on the little pathway before the village and it was just going to be really short, just that little bit of combat. But we actually get a bit of a lead up into it. Um, what is probably the moment you first take control of Leon in the game? Um, because it's you know, leading you into encountering a Ganado for the first time, like in the original game, but actually completely different, um, and then down some winding paths to the village. Uh, James, how do you feel about this, you know, presuming that this is taking control of RE4 from here onwards, how do you feel about the intro to the game? Oh, I loved it. Like, it was, it, it reminded me of, uh, it reminded me of the beginning of Resident Evil Village so much. Like, because mm-hmm. the beginning of Resi Village is you basically crawling and just pushing like through a forest and the beginning is very much like that as well um, where you're like you you kind of see the devastation around this place the the theme then the atmosphere is immediately set with like this cow that's dead on the ground mm. like seemingly been ritualistically killed maybe because it's on like a uh an, a, like a, sh- a low altar or dais um yeah, and there's like the the signs of the Illuminados are everywhere here. It's, it, but I mean that's like the original game. The original game was the same, but it feels different in a good way. Yeah, like um in this game, like it's they've really pushed and kind of settled into the horror aspect um, of the game. And then when you get into the first house, you get a choice. Uh, you get a bunch of like kind of law items. Um, that you can kind of have a look at. Um, there's a bunch. I don't know if folks have had like look at their comms in their tab menu, but there's like information about why Leon was sent there in a little note as well. Huh. Um, and uh, yeah, there's like even a comm section. No, it hasn't, doesn't have anything in it, but I think like that's going to be a place where you can kind of look at previous conversations with Hunnigan and whoever right. else is going to ring you up. Um, yeah, and then there's the note section where that that. Uh, mission briefing is there's nothing else there though um yeah and it's still like you go through that you keep going through that house there's like a little you know there's a little like kind of foreshadow that you're going to need like a, a key and yeah then you 
you think you're going to fight that first Ganado, but mm-hmm. Leon ends up just murdering him and taking his key. Um, yeah, and going down to that basement again, it's like that bit, again, I'm going to bring up Village, it's like that bit where uh, you're kind of um, uh, crawling through the basement of that house and you see all those people, like dead people, like villagers underneath oh, yeah. in the basement. Yeah. Right, and you go down and you see that uh, the first Ganado with his head with the Wibblies on his head, mm. um, or rather pre Wibbly, actually. Yeah, that's the scientific term. <laughs> pre Wibbly Ganado. Um, pre Wibbly Ganado. Yeah, and I remember uh, coming against him the first time and almost dying to him. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Similar experience here, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the atmosphere is great. The as you say, the sort of Ganado and Illuminado sort of iconography and evidence is pretty dense, which is good. Um, you, you almost just getting to that first Ganado, you know, on repeat playthroughs, not so much, but when you're go at taking it nice and slow the first time, feels sort of uh, there's more to it. It's not a straight line, you know. There's a little bit of a wind to yeah. it. It's kind of cool yeah. to actually get to explore. You know, you can look on either side of the building, and that's kind of nice. Uh, and then, yeah, that, that first sort of encounter does actually remind me of Village quite a lot. And yes, I also barely made it out. And furthermore, after that, when you get out, there's an optional room for you to go in where there's like two more. And I was like, oh, cool. There goes all my ammo. Um, Berger, how did you find the intro to the demo? I absolutely loved it. Um, for a lot of the same reasons James uh, commented, I'm going to go ahead and throw in the fact that it a little bit reminded me of um, Remake 3. Uh, where you get you get a moment to kind of familiarize yourself with the game uh, in in a familiar setting. Um, now hmm. I, I use Remake Three as an example because it was also a third person action game. Yeah. Um, as opposed to a first person action game. Uh, I thrilled absolutely. Like there's so much wonderful characterization that the performance of Leon in that first few minutes of the game was was wonderful. Like like really appreciate the fact that he. Um, like he was able to, he, you know, saw the person, you know, and reacted like, you know, kind of like, still like a cop in that moment. Cause yeah. he, you know, he trained, I, there's that moment, there's a really quick moment when he, like he gets jumped and the guy walks by and you see him take his hand off his firearm. Mm. Like, I don't know if y'all noticed that bit where he's like, he, he had his hand, but he, he pulled it away. He's like, Hey, I'm looking for a police officer. He says it in Spanish, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it wasn't a disrespectful Spanish way. Uh, it was somebody who like probably didn't speak it as a first language um, and was just, again, trying to communicate the information. Um, I was blow- <laughs> blown away by the visuals of the remake engine, uh, as always. Um, uh, there were some familiar uh, assets, which is, you know, fine uh, and mm-hmm. ex- expected. Um, that first fight, I also almost died. I think I, I think he, he nommed on me twice <laughs> um, before I was able to get through him because they're he was it was it was not it was not expecting him to be as as fast or as quick as he was um yeah, yeah i'm just g- going through it i'm like thrilled i can't wait to play more mm. i um is a good point you bring up um that i was gonna uh yeah point out but you you just reminded me um when like if you compare it's one of my criticisms criticisms of the original um because in the original it just feels like leon walks into somebody's house yeah, 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 he just walks into somebody's house and he's like, "Oh, have you seen this girl?" You know, and like it's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's a little bit disjointed and a bit strange, right? But in this demo, 
it fits because the house looks derelict. Yeah. Like, and like not, there's yeah. no light coming out of it. Mm. Like it looks derelict. He's just going in there and, you know, yeah, it feels very natural. Like the way he goes in there and, and uh, yeah. And even the guy, like the guy that, uh, the Ganado himself doesn't seem to be that perturbed, which is also really creepy. And it's, in so, I want to comment on that too. Um, now I'm saying this because I've been, I've been watching the last of us on HBO uh, and it's probably not culturally relevant. Somebody's watching this podcast in like 10 years, but um, I think the behavior of that Ganados was fascinating to me because like at first it doesn't register Leon as a threat. Right. Um, and so it kind of like is because that, you know, I, I don't get the impression that there is still entirely human. It's very obviously it's being controlled somehow by something else that like it registers Leon as present and then goes and then there's a moment of processing of like i guess you know thinking about like internalizing of like orders getting processed and then being like oh that's somebody who we don't want to be here um and then it attacks when his back is turned um which i thought was neat yeah yeah i uh, i love leon's moment of as you say he speaks to the this dude and then once he's not really getting a response and he's like, something's up. Then he looks around the room and goes, uh, oh, okay, this is not good. Because uh, there's various, you know, half-dissected animals and whatever else. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, so from there, obviously, we sort of leave the building um, with Ganado in tow um, and make our way down to the village, sort of figure out how to play the game. Um, we'll obviously talk about gameplay in a little bit as well, in general. Um, but then we approach, you know, what is undoubtedly the most iconic moment of Resident Evil 4, um, with the village, with the poor burning police officer, and eventually the uh, introduction of our, you know, very favourite chainsaw-wielding Ganado. Um, Berger, how did you feel about the village showdown? This is something that, you know, they have to get right, um, do you feel like... I think it did. They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Start the um, landing. It it really... It, 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 a, both harken back to, to memory. Um, you know, I played a lot of Resident Evil 4. Um, mm. It was like one of the... One of two games I owned on the GameCube for the short time that I owned a GameCube. <laughs> um, the other one was Resident Evil Remake. <laughs> nice. Um, and... Uh, I No, it, it was... I was shook a little bit by um, how different it was, uh, not only visually, um, which, of course, the game absolutely looks terribly stunning. Um, the re you know, we, we mentioned this earlier when we were just you know shooting the shooting the breeze that um, it's it blows me away. It absolutely does. Uh, but just in terms of like the more it was a little more open than I remember it being um, enemies. Well, you know, Resident Evil 4 uh, classic had at the time, some pretty revolutionary AI stuff. Um, I felt like, I felt like harried the whole time. You can't really police them at all. Like they, they will go around you and get behind you and, mm. and attack. Like uh, God, it was, it, the, I died twice before I was able to beat the demo. Nice. Um, yeah. Which has not happened to me before. Yeah, there's a, it's actually interesting you say about sort of space and stuff and I think maybe it's, that's true and maybe that's to do with the fact that You've got a lot more freedom of movement in this game compared to the original RE4, which obviously is tank controls. Whereas this, you know, full 360, you can run towards the screen and that kind of thing. And so you need that space to be able to move. But similarly, to that end, 
it is very easy to get overwhelmed by Ganados coming at you from different angles and around corners, um, which speaks to the greatness of the location, but also, yeah, perhaps the AI that it's so easy to get surrounded despite the fact that you've got all this movement. Um, it's just so fluid. It's a great balance. Um, James, how do you feel about the Pueblo fight? Um, so just to touch on like the the point Berger and yourself were making about like the AI and stuff, like yeah, it's um it took me a couple tries, but yeah, the uh, the amount of times I would go into uh, I mean playing Aliens Fireteam Elite like teaches you to basically bottleneck and how to bottleneck quite quite mm. well, and I've been trying to do it in this demo, and it can be done, but it's really difficult. You have to be patient. Um, which is something when you're when you've got twenty plus Ganadas around you, <laughs> is something that you can't really do. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 insane. The the whatever the programming is behind these enemies is is great and terrifying at the same time. Mm. Um, I played. I think. Uh, I mean, I'll put put myself out here. I think out of everybody on the the podcast, I've played this demo so much. Like it's. It's so the the village section is my favorite part. Find, trying to find ways that you can basically bottleneck or get away from these guys is very difficult. You really can't. And like there's there, there is there is only one section that you can, and you can't stay there for long, and that is you know the shotty house where mm -hmm. the shotgun is. Um, yeah, Wait, there's you, a shotgun in that house. <laughs> yeah. So you know when you go into the house and there's like a, you you have to close the door on the guy. Yeah. And there's a shotgun in that house. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> um, go, you go up the stairs and the window just on your right. If you go out there, right, and then go on your right again, that is a sweet point, a sweet spot. But you can only stay there for so long because they mm. will always, because your back is turned towards the courtyard. Yep. Right, and you can't go onto the roof because they will throw axes at you. Right, so you have to stay on the causeway. Right, and you have to basically wait for them to come through the window or Sally to come, or Doctor Salvador to come through, right, and blast him a couple times. Um, but then one, they're going to overwhelm you and you have to jump off the roof and then you have to make another circuit, right? And you have to try and not die. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have to do it all over again. And it's it makes my it makes the gameplay not repetitive. Like yeah. sometimes I can't even get through that. I like because they're so smart. Like there is no reading them. I've done precise pathing to go through um, that first uh, that first area to try hug to the left, hug to the right, seeing how the AI reacts, right? It's always different. There is mm. never... Uh, there are triggered moments, like the when you go into the... I call it the siege house. When you go into the siege house, it triggers the chainsaw, uh, Dr. Salvatore. There's a, a lady, there's two ladies who you can stealth kill. But other than that, and the cow, the flaming cow, yeah. other than that, like there isn't really any triggered points. Mm -hmm. right? There's because one they, I noticed. Um, he's Dr. Salvatore, if you go under the, uh, there's like an overpass that he'll, right. he'll cut the overpass down behind him when he goes through it. There's actually two of those. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's that one, um, in the shotty house. And if you go, if he's around you, if, cause it's only when he's in the vicinity, um, if you go on the other, literally opposite that house and you try and go around there, you know where the well is. Mm -hmm. Um, if you go and try and go around there, he does it again and he actually cuts off your loop there. Huh. Like he completely yeah. brings down like the wall there. Yeah, so there's I haven't found any more though. But yeah. That's, the AI is great. That's um, really interesting to me because I had a similar experience in the sense that, you know, I've played it a few times and 
I've always done something different because there is a variety of places that you can go. You know, I concentrated on behind the shotgun house and all that area, and I you know tried to stave them off from the house on the opposite side of the village um, as well. I've done a playthrough where I've tried to stay on the roofs a lot. So that's, you know, and again, so the AI reacts completely differently every time, even if you were meant yeah. to, you know, do the same thing over and over again. I'm sure it does it differently. The thing that you say there about him bringing down... Um, some of the scenery. I wonder if that stuff sort of sticks around. Like, because we have to come back through here. I mean, oh. if we're going by the original game, you come through here at least once more. I don't think anything particularly yeah. happens, but you have to come back through to get to the church. So I wonder if that stuff stays the way it does. I mean, I guess it's not the end of the world if it does. Like, you ha you can get out another way. So it is cool to, for that our environment to be destructible. Yeah. There's like the ladders as well. The ladders, mm -hmm. that's the thing that they've brought in from the original. Right, but you can juggle the ladders, right? But again, you can only do it for so long because <laughs> mm, yeah. because they're so fast and they're so smart, like that you have to just yeah book it. But yeah, um, in this demo, I I really feel like the courtyard section because um, before that it's kind of all new. It felt very new to me anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but the court the courtyard section, uh, this is a theory of mine, but I feel like they made it harder. Than the actual main game is going to be just because they want wanted you to kind of repeat play it because there are unlockables in this game um and right. yeah so i i think they might have wanted to make it a little like pump it up a little bit because man i have shot so many kneecaps and so many heads like <laughs> and they just do not sometimes just do not want to stump like stumble mm -hmm. they just so, i mean i don't know i don't know that the i think the game is going to be just as challenging as it was um I always remembered Resident Evil 4 as being, being, uh, you know, at the very least, on the onset of the game, quite challenging, um, just by virtue of the fact that it, for the time, it was very easy, easy to get surrounded and overwhelmed. But like, you know, we're in you know, almost 20 years after that game came out, um, so technology being what it is, like, and and how responsive games are, I, I definitely, I see this as potentially the way that. The, the whole game can go because you have to think about the escalation of like powers too because you're not only going to be Leon with a handgun or a shotgun or a, a submachine gun and you're not only going to be fighting against Ganados whose heads don't turn into giant whip like snakes um, mm. or other you know, monsters who's to say they're not going to add new monsters um, mm. given the track record of remakes they, they might not but um, like... yeah it's an interesting point and I mean to be fair you I mean in general you need that sort of panic it's part of RE4, yeah. it's part of that area. But especially when it's something that could be potentially familiar, you want to like throw um, old, pl old players, uh, returning players off. Especially when a lot of this, this is probably the area that is most like the original in the game, I would expect, because it's so iconic that they couldn't mess with it too much. I mean, for goodness sake, not only is the shotgun in the right place, there's a grenade on the left of it, which is, yeah. that is exactly the same. Like, so yeah, stuff like that's, you know, really cool. And the, but it feels also, fresh because of the, the panic feeling and the new gameplay. Yeah. They've also like, the, the, the loot spawns are completely random as well. Yeah. Like sometimes I can come into a playthrough, even on Mad Chainsaw, and I can get four grenades. Nice. And then yeah. sometimes I can get no grenades. Well, I can get one grenade. It's the one that's always in that cupboard. But mm. otherwise, yeah, I d I'm not really sure how the loot system works right now. I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a theory that there was a pool of loot. Hmm. But yeah. That's a know. cool idea. Uh, yeah, it could be. I imagine 
that that is going to be different in the game because I expect the game will have the same sort of adaptive difficulty from the original where like it'll give you sort of what you need. With the demo, obviously, it's hard to do that because, it, you know, just playing it in short bursts. But it's an interesting idea, certainly. Um, I guess just, you know, let's talk about gameplay more in general. Um, James, how do you feel about the way the 4R plays? Does it, you know, does it feel, I guess, comfortable? Does it feel how you expected? So I'm playing on PC on keyboard and mouse. Um, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna talk about the negatives first before I talk about positives because I have I have way less negatives to say. Yeah. Um, so the negatives are it's a bit clunky to go to to traverse uh, sometimes with the keyboard and mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, like E is crouch, and I understand on the controller it's a bit finicky as well. Um, and thing is, it doesn't flow. Um, like if, say if I am running, I cannot run and crouch at the same time. It will just cancel the animation and it looks a bit jarring, um, which can be very Mm off-putting. Um, so you have to really, you have to basically pause and stop to crouch, which is strange. Um, yeah. And the other thing that I want to, that, that's, that's like a really small thing and not a big deal. Probably only really a big problem to me because I'm likely going to speed run this game. Mm -hmm. Um, the other big thing, and this is this is quite a big thing for me, and that's parrying. Now I'm going to talk the positives of parrying, right? But I want to talk about the small negative first. Um, you are not super rewarded for parrying in this game, um, not as much as you should be. Mm-hmm. If you are if you are surrounded, or rather, if you actually, that's not talk about being surrounded. If you just have two Ganados in front of you right now at equal rates in front of you and you parry one, you cannot parry the other because you're you're in the middle of an, an, an animation and the other guy can just pelt you. In mm-hmm. fact, I've had a situation where I've parried and then the guy is immediately who, who I parried has just hit me with a shovel because he was in the middle of an animation. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe the game, the coding is a bit wonky in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um I don't understand really how it works because sometimes I can parry and I don't get that automatic repost melee hit. And sometimes it doesn't work and there's a consistency problem there. Um, yeah, I, I, I parried a lot. Like, it's super cool to... I'll get onto the positives now. It's super cool to parry uh, the pikes, that they're the, like the, the forks that they have, the the axes out of the air... Like to, to, I've I've parried the Mad Chainsaw Man and and Normal Sally, <laughs> really f-ing cool. Like it's so cool to do that. Um, he even when you do that, his chainsaw stalls. So he yeah. he sits there and he's like, you know, trying to get it going again. Really cool. Um, and it feels impactful, but I I wish it was a little bit more impactful. Um, you know, and maybe this is my my Dark Souls brain talking because, you know. About the same time, you know, if you parry, like, the next obvious thing that you do is repost. Like, mm-hmm. and sometimes this game doesn't allow you to do that. Um, yeah, so that that kind of that kind of sucks. Now we'll get on to kind of the difficulty that they've given you when it comes to the gameplay, uh, which I love. Like, they, you know, you might think that you hit that kneecap, right? But you might have been a little bit to the left or right, just like the original. Yeah. Like, it, it feels very feels very like the og game like in that respect you can if you don't hit them in the head directly in the temple (laughs) they're not going to get stumbled Mm -hmm. um if you hit them twice like and it doesn't hit the the forehead then yeah you might get something 
Um, but yeah, you have to be accurate. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you know, if you want those melee kills or the, those melee hits, uh, yeah, I, I I do love that. It ups the difficulty quite uh, quite a lot. Um, it is uh, kind of jarring sometimes um, when you try and melee kill and you are just you know you get in the middle of the animation and you don't have iframes for a certain part of that beginning of the animation and sometimes the villagers just knock you out of it. Mm. Um, yeah, that feels unrewarding um, considering the OG game was very very rewarding in that 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 way like if you if you press that button that prompt you had iframes and you could do what you wanted and that was super fun hmm. um yeah sorry i realized it's probably like that was like three negatives there <laughs> um the guns feel fantastic the pistol feels great there is a shake to leon um so he's not quite he's still a little bit wet behind the ears um yeah like when you start this demo like i remember first his crosshairs first appearing on my screen and i saw his gun shake and maybe that was because of the situation that he was in right because i didn't notice it really again but his reticule like zeroing in is also like very it's very slow which I assume we're going to get upgrades for that, so it's faster, just like the well, other... could be different weapons as well, to be fair. could be about what gun yeah. he's got. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the shotgun... The shotgun feels really heavy and feels really nice. I wish it packed a little bit more punch, but again, Agreed. this might be because it's demo. Yeah, um, again, that's the yeah. same thing for me. I agree with the shotgun thing, but I think, again, they have to put it in that position where you get better shotguns later anyway don't you so yeah. but, but i agree yeah. like it, it's not a great crowd control uh thing like and it then, should be and then you have the tub oh yeah yeah <laughs> the it's tmp is so good i've actually managed um when i first got the tmp um which you get by the way from going down a well after discarding all of your inventory and then it's open to you for the every other subsequent demo it's just in the inventory um, you can just wail on normal Sally with that thing and it destroys them. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's very fun uh, to to mess with. Uh, yeah, sorry, I've spoken for a long time. But yeah, I was just trying to, like, the technical side of it, I was trying to think about. Um, mm. But yeah, you, you guys go ahead because I've spoken long enough. <laughs> I just wanted to say quickly, um, the Ganado thing with being able to execute a melee or what or being in the position to execute a melee stun them and stuff i wonder if that's a lesson they learned from re2r because obviously the zombies and that are really spongy so i think they've made the ganado a little bit harder to yeah i think accuracy is probably more a precision thing um this time which again like, uh, uh, amps up that terror because you can't just go around kicking them all in the face instantly like right. you could do before I'm wondering if we'll get st like a stopping power skill or like some kind of stopping power like the previous games on the guns, like upgrades and things. Mm -hmm. um, so it makes that a little bit easier for you. Mm -hmm, be cool. Uh, Burger, how are you feeling about the gameplay? Um, what more can be said? Um, that has not already been said. Uh, I love it. I I'm am sorry. playing it on a <laughs> No, you're kind of teasing, but um, uh, I love it. I'm playing on a controller. I have not updated my control scheme in any capacity. I was I was going in kind of raw, as it as it were. Um, it's a little awkward, but I don't hate it. 
I'm, I play a lot of video games, so I'm used to adjusting to a control scheme. Uh, in terms of the pacing of the gameplay uh, and the and the spread of, of events and, and stuff around the area, I thought it was awesome. I I completely forgot about the shotgun. Like I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about it because you know there's that moment of panic, which I believe in, especially in the modern age of Resident Evil, is is important. Thinking back to um, you know. Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil... Uh, Resident Evil 7 didn't have that for initial, I don't think. Um, but Remake 2 um, all yeah. have that initial, like, burst of, you know, kinetic energy as you... As you, you, familiar, you get your quiet space where you familiarize yourself with the game. Uh, in Resident Evil, in Remake 2, even, that's the that's the, the gas station, right? And then you're kind of thrown into it, which I think is... Um, Awesome. I, yeah. I do believe that it's a really great way for the game to teach you its mechanics and how to play itself. Uh, I I think the fact that there's so many little secrets hidden away in just this tiny little demo uh, is wonderful. Um, Leon looks great. I think we mentioned that already. I, I do think it's cool that it's just like a... He does look older than he did in Remake 2. Less, less fresh-faced, still young, though. Mm-hmm. Um, he does look angry in his like, natural pose. I was playing with the photo mode earlier. Uh, and he does have an angry face. Um... <laughs> I'm Angie. Him Angie. Uh again, I can't get over I can't get over the AI. Like the AI is such an improvement over over village, uh, I feel like. Mm. Um and just even again, model diversity that you see in the demo too, yeah. I think is higher than, yeah. than you saw in almost all of village. I felt like village was like three villagers. Yeah. Um, actually, can I quickly say something uh, that sure. I noticed with uh so and <laughs> I'm going to talk about my theory again, guys, uh, because uh, I think it's only reuse of assets. But if you watch the Ganados, they actually dodge the same way the Lycans do in Village. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. As you like get, exactly the same way. Probably is reuse of animation. Um, but yeah, like, I agree. I, I, I try not to be too harsh on Village throughout for its reuse of st- stuff in general. Um, the voice actor one is the one for me that I'm not massively keen on. But in terms of not many lichen looks and stuff like that, you you know, the, considering it was developed during a pandemic, um, you know, we can all be a bit more forgiving on it, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But yes, I agree, actually. The Ganados do, do feel more threatening than the lichens in a way because the lichens are fast, but they do kind of just wait their turn a little bit. Whereas Ganados... Yeah, when they crowd around you, it's it's terrifying, That's absolutely threatening. terrifying. Yeah, they really are. Um, we touched on it a little bit. The the new sort of form. You've got this like broken neck Ganado sort of oh, thing. Oh my goodness! It's like an in between um, between just your standard villager and watching, your, your pre Wibbly apparently. So unsettling. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's not great. So hopefully we get a name for this form or whatever, or we'll just call it pre Wibbly, I guess. Um, but yeah, those things are those things are cool, but so, also awful. Interesting thing with those guys, by the way, um, and something I really love um, is that uh, they've kept the sound of the dying Ganado from the OG game and with those pre Wibblies. Oh really? I didn't right? notice that. Yeah. So when in original RE, and it's kind of very similar to RE six as well. Um, mm. But when things die in Resident Evil 4, they make this like clicky sound. Um, and yeah, the pre Wibblies also have that sound. It's very, it's subtle, right? But listen to the first pre Wibbly that you find. <laughs> I love that we're calling them pre Wibblies. Um, 
that's <laughs> pre the first pre Wibbly that you you come across. Listen very carefully before he actually comes out of down the stairs, and you'll start hearing it clicking mm, like a, like cool. a clicker from The Last of Us. Actually, it's very similar. That's cool. Um, to pick ah. up on something that you oh go ahead, Bogey, you go. No, I was just, I was I was hot as a as an observational mm. like. Okay. Hmm. Well, here's yes. I'm gonna pick up on something else you were saying, James. Is that I agree that the parry system is is not great. That's <laughs> how I put it. It's it's a little all over the place. It's not overly rewarding, and I find that the window. I mean, obviously the window varies depending on what it is, and maybe it should be that way. Um, but some of them are obscenely tight, and I've really struggled yeah. to pull off too much, too many in the ways of parry, and most of the time. As you say, it's not overly worth it. It's not like it makes a big, big difference. Um, usually, it's bad to just right. run. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that the, um, I don't like that there's an a, a parry mechanic where that requires the knife to use, um, but also your knife breaks if you use it. Yeah. Um, hmm. To defend yourself, uh, I, I I dislike that a great deal. Uh, I will say that much. Um, because like once you once you run out of that, you don't even have like that Jill Valentine like dash that she had in in remake. Right. Like to, you have no other ways to escape or generally avoid mm. enemies. So if you try to like if you like you can't shoulder past them or anything because you do. There's a lot of them around. Yeah. Um, oh, I... Also the the sorry, but the the when they're on the ground, prompts are bad. Like. You know, the game sometimes, like one out of five times, it will give you the prompt to stab him in the neck. Yeah, I wonder what right. the reason behind why it, when it does. I guess it's a certain amount of damage. Yeah. But I love, I have to say though, I love that that's a thing because that is how most people play RE4 is stun them, melee them, and then just slash them to death until they don't get back yeah. up. I love that that's now just a kill animation, which is great. Um, and actually, to be fair, I actually quite like. <laughs> this is coming from me, person who enjoyed Breath of the Wild's weapon degradation system. Um, I like that the knife degrades in this uh, because it makes those moments more valuable. Obviously, yeah. it depends on what that kind of... In the context of the full game, what that's going to be like. Like, I assume we have to be able to repair a broken knife, how easy that is, how easy we... It is to sort of increase its durability or something like that. Um, but yeah, like as a system, that kind of speaks to me. But in term, we have to wait until the full game to see how it pans out. Because in terms of the demo, it was a little bit like, oh, <laughs> first. Yeah, you get like four stabs and then you're you're without your knife. Now, if there was a second knife or somewhere in the demo, which I think James mentioned, there's one at the bottom of the wall that I didn't get to. Oh, okay. Um, oh, okay. It's a, kitchen, it's a kitchen knife. Oh, okay. Uh, See, interesting. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I don't know uh, what Capcom is doing, right? Um. I disagree wholeheartedly with the degrading of knives. It makes no sense. Um. <laughs> however, if say there was a note in this game that said, "Oh, uh, there's an iron shortage in the U.S. from the years of 1998 to 2004," <laughs> right? So all the iron is pig iron. I'd be like, "Okay, I get it. That's cool. Uh... Whatever." Yeah, it's um, Marvin's choice. knife. It's Marvin's knife, and apparently Marvin's knife is just <laughs> crap. It's just rubbish. So, <laughs> although apparently Leon got out of Raccoon City with it, so it can't be that bad. Like he did all of RE2. It's just now when it's bad. So yeah, it's, right. it's that European it's air. Hot, yeah, it's that hot, not Spain weather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's degrading it. Yeah, uh, I think you know in terms of gameplay, in general. 
it's I mean it's really fun, which is what you want it to be. It does yeah. feel like RE4. It's very familiar. It's but there's enough different to it obviously going on. Uh, yeah, it's as a taster, it's incredibly exciting. Um, as a demo, as obviously, and James, you mentioned the the TMP that you can find. Mm. Um, there's also other, there's other bits and pieces apparently that can be done. I mean, obviously, there's mad chainsaw mode, which is this weird unlockable that will just randomly occur depending. You know, it's just luck based it seems depending on when you start a new game on the demo you'll be offered to play mad chainsaw mode uh, which mostly just means if you want to play that mode you just have to boot the demo up and exit out over and over again until it comes up um, and this is the madhouse mode I guess of RE4 um, um, yeah Burger and I tried it once or whatever and died in the first yeah. room it's not great um, James how's your experience been with mad chainsaw uh, I have tried it, uh, I think, upwards of 15 times now. Um, I've done it a lot. <laughs> um, and that was, I've only just uh, been told about the, someone told me about the, the TMP and the FAST Discord, which I am very thankful for because mm. um, it makes, the TMP does make it easier, but it's still difficult. Like, yeah. I've only had two attempts with the TMP in Mad Chainsaw mode so far, but it's still difficult. But yeah. You basically in Mad Chainsaw mode don't try and kill anything, guys. Just don't. <laughs> just gotta like, survive. There's no point. Like I literally, you know, the loot house just before the village, mm. where there's like one guy that comes out and goes, you yeah. know, and tries to get you. Yeah, I shot that guy in the face five times and he didn't get stumbled. Like <laughs> I, I was just like, okay, I get it. I'm not meant to kill anything. Yeah. I'm just meant to just run away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that is the game. It <laughs> is going into there rushing through getting as much loot as you can before you get overwhelmed and then doing circuits around the siege house mm-hmm. getting into that little nook that i told you about earlier on um doing damage if you can with the tmp which is my tactic right now i'm trying to get uh, do but yeah the the mad chainsaw he's so fast he's so fast and he like everything else is fast as well and if you get like hit with an axe you get hit with a pitchfork you get hit with anything you're, if you take another hit, you're dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very tough. Um, yeah, but the game does give you tools to deal with it. Like, there, you can still stagger um, the Mad Chainsaw guy. Um, you can still stagger him. You can still stagger other people with a shotgun to the face. Um, <laughs> however, that only happens about 50% of the time. Um, also, the, the Mad Chainsaw guy, as well as uh, regular Sally... Uh, puts a chainsaw up to their head, um, like the original, to block hits, which is yes. cool. Yeah, I know it's, um, but yeah, you just have to get you just I I do feel you just have to get lucky with the AI sometimes. Mm-hmm. As I yeah. mentioned earlier, like earlier on, pre, like pre-call, I got four grenades, like at one point, yeah. and that still wasn't enough. <laughs> um, yeah, that still wasn't enough, but it might have been because I because in the original game spacing out explosions is key mm-hmm. um and i didn't do that i just went i just no, rained yeah <laughs> like grenades in and i was like yeah I, i'm just gonna throw take them all. all of my grenades all at once yeah. exactly yeah i was just orbital striking <laughs> 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 um, another good tactic is to um and it's thanks to greenman actually um who put it in their uh, clip i don't know if they realized they did it but um where the cow is um if you have don't blast that lantern immediately 
um, that's in there. Uh, wait until you've got like, you know, seven to ten Ganados. Um, head into it with them behind you, mm. blast it, run through it, and you'll either kill or get some like very low. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah, it's, it's how do you however it's a bit inconsistent because there is another oil lantern there that's all, that's a light and you can't shoot it. So Capcom, hmm? what's going on? Oh, you know. I I want to comment on something we hadn't we hadn't mentioned uh, in this mode because we didn't mention it earlier. Uh, when the chainsaw man appears, villagers will like hold you for him. Yes, oh, yeah. that's cool. And they they also hold you by the way for the uh, the pitchfork Pitch ladies. Forks. Yeah. Oh no. It's yeah. cool. You know, makes sense against as it should be. These are not zombies. These are actually like actively aggravated at you and yeah. trying to take you out, not just you know, kind of brain dead. So I, I love that kind of again. That's a great addition to the AI. Um, it needs to be said, of course, that Mad Chainsaw mode apparently is um, specific to the demo. That's not going to be yeah. in the main game. It remains to be seen whether this sort of recolored Dr. Salvador from Main Chainsaw Mode shows up in the main game in anywhere. He might be, I imagine, my prediction will be that maybe he's a um, Mercenaries Mode thing for when that eventually comes. Um, oh, maybe. And he's got his sort of fiery chainsaw. So, yeah, it seems a waste to do that for the demo and not use it in the main game in some form. Um, but I could be wrong. could be demo exclusive. It's kind of nice all the same. Uh, but, yeah, we haven't really talked about him. And I guess we talked about surviving until it's time for bingo, which, by the way, they, <laughs> the fact they put the line in there is is good. Uh, obviously, a lot of people took issue with them moving around some of Jill's lines in the last remake. So was, I think they had to put this at least in the right place. Um but yeah, you nobody seems to know whether it's you know do enough. I thought it was if you do enough damage to. So I was running straight into the building to spawn Doctor Salvador and then doing as much damage That's as possible. Um, and my quickest playthroughs have been because of that. Um, but other people seem to think that no, it's time based thing. So I, I don't even know. It seems random it's... as hell. Whatever. Like I don't care how long it takes. I'm just having fun. But for the people that are <laughs> yeah, trying to speed run it, it's like yeah, it's weird. The, de the demo is is really freaking weird. Like because I have I have. I play this demo a lot, guys. Like maybe an embarrassing amount of time, right? And I have like perfected. I've timed every section of this demo. Like it's three <laughs> minutes to get to the village. Like it's upwards of seven minutes. Like in Ma in uh, Mad Chainsaw mode uh, before the bells might ring. But mm. Mm, I don't know because when I'm playing in normal mode, like sometimes I can get a, a, a near six minute timer on that, right after killing him. Right, and other times I'll get like an eight, nine minute timer before the bells go off. I think it's completely random. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's completely random. And again, it's all to keep you on your toes in terms of RE4. That's what it does. So I've got no complaints, really. Um, speaking of Dr. Salvador, by the way, I guess, you know, just in general, how do we feel about him? I have to say the death animations are superb. Uh, yeah. They've been doing rounds a lot on Twitter. Um, but some of them are fantastic. Oh my goodness. Um, Berger, how do you feel about, uh, as we keep calling them apparently, Sally? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Sally is uh, much like Spider-Man, an absolute menace. Um, <laughs> I He's terrifying. Uh, he feel, he does, you can kill him. Uh, and when he kills you, it is very satisfying. It's, it's what I expect of a Resident Evil game. Like, I want to die by the special enemy in a gruesome way that yeah. is going to leave me scarred for the rest of the day. Yeah, 
Um, and not so mad about being killed by him because I got to sort of see the horrible death animation. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and especially like it, you know when we were before we started recording the podcast, we watched James doing a mad chainsaw run and just watching like as <laughs> you know somebody's holding James back and he's up oh, there, I'm dead now, and just blah right through. Oh yeah. my goodness, so cool! Uh, it makes me excited to see what other ways you can die. He can he can also just like do that in a window. By the way, if he is near you and you try and just go through a window, he just sticks it through you. Like oh yeah. <laughs> there so is cool. my, my favorite death animation so far. And you know, I don't know if it was Sally or not because I had like five Ganadas in front of me and a mad how mad uh, madhouse mad chainsaw guy in front of me, right? But someone threw a tentacle through my skull, right? It was like what? it just yeah, it just went through my head right and i was like oh that's new <laughs> i try and get it again and record it because I, I i didn't record it but yeah it's definitely a thing that i've seen that is my favorite death so far because it's so quick <laughs> and unexpected that it just Amazing. happens oh boy um okay so what so i guess how do we feel about the way the game looks we've talked about it a little bit but we kind of danced around it i'm giving it enough time i guess um we talked about it off mic a little bit. I was saying that I recorded my demo playthrough and I put it on my PC just in case I need to use it for footage for any videos of any kind. And just watching it back, it looks... And my monitor's nothing special at all, but it looks amazing on my PC. Just watching oh it run goodness. back, I'm like, wow, this game is so good. And, you know, we were talking before, James, the fact that you can run this game on your PC with absolutely no problem speaks yet again to the strengths of the RE engine and how great the RE engine is. That A brand new 2023 game just runs pretty pretty perfectly um yeah. burger how do you feel about pretty leon and pretty re4 i love it um i played it on, on generally max settings um that my car my cap computer cable over i'm running a an rtx 2070 so it's a, it's a few years old at this point it's not the the best card out there um playing it on a 2k resolution uh and it's absolutely stunning i was able to max it out um generally with rtx on um ray tracing and, and all that stuff and nice Freaking blown away by how good this game looks. It's the debugger. Don't you have a thirty seventy? I have a twenty seventy. No, I have a twenty seventy. Yeah. Oh. Um, I just, I, I'm not sure if the RTX is available for the twenty seventy. That's all. I think yeah, you no, I'm literally reading it right now. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's right next. It's my computer's right next to me. Uh, but um. No, I absolutely the game is stunning. But again, the the re the re, re engine has always looked great, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think it, talking about a a game engine that stands the test of time, like Resident Evil Seven came out how long ago, and it was made on this engine six years now. And uh, Sony got better and better. Yeah. And they added ray tracing to it now, and that that's 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 the the most recent upgrade. And it's still one of the best looking games I've played in a while. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, James, how do you feel about the way that it looks? It looks fantastic. Uh, and just like in terms of, in, in a technical sense, I want to talk about the PC settings that you get. Um, uh, it has the best uh, settings for like Resident Evil, like I've ever seen in terms of the mm. PC settings. Mm. Like there are so many. Yes, like, actually, settings for you to the mess con with. I noticed so the first thing that I did when I boot up the game is pretty much the same thing I do with every game. I'm that person who goes and looks at the controls. So first of all, that's looped back round to something that I did want to say that as uh, the controls are set to A1 where crouch was circle and I think R3 is uh, 
Ashley controls or something. Um, so A2 is literally the reverse. I was like, yes, I would like to crouch with the right stick. That makes sense to me. But then I flipped it on, and yeah, the graphic, there was a load of graphic settings on the console version as well. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like ray tracing was on there as an option and all stuff like that. So yeah, love that. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Yeah, it's um yeah, so that I mean that's the first thing. It's got like something called FX fidelity, which means you can basically if you have like a substandard uh you know dog poo PC like I do, mm. um like you can basically stick it into performance mode and I can play at 60 FPS in with medium uh settings and it looks fantastic. I can't stream it at that unfortunately. I don't know what the what it is like with discord um but it won't let me stream that it might be a limitation of my cpu hmm. um but yeah it's it, it looks amazing and it's got like a lot of accessibility options as well which is very cool to see um I'm, i love that uh you know games are starting to do that now and they're starting to be a bit more uh accessible have a lot of quality of life stuff um yeah in terms of like the overall look of the game uh yeah it's very pretty um i still <laughs> There is like Leon's hair is a bit weird. Um <laughs> like yeah. it looks okay, but it's like there's something off about it. I don't know what it is. Um it's it yeah, it's a bit strange. Like uh Resident Evil 2 remake Leon's hair looks better like than hmm. Resident Evil uh 4 remakes hair on Leon does. Interesting. Um yeah, I mean in my eyes anyway. Um but yeah, Leon he just has like this Oh, he has this like you know diamond cut jawline, right? <laughs> you know, like you know he he was pretty handsome in RE2. I, I I think like, but he didn't have that squared diamond edged jawline in RE2 remake. He lost in the this... baby fat, James. Say again. He lost the baby fat. He yeah. really did. Yeah. And he gained muscle. Like he he seemed to go to cheek day. You know. Cheek he's, like really, day. He's, he's really you know he's he's gone to rivendell he's gained those cheeks um <laughs> it's yeah he looks fantastic um mm. and he he fits as well like it, into this like i i had concerns that his visual style was gonna was not really gonna mesh yeah like from re to remake um but he really like he just fits and then we've got you know uh, I, I want to talk about the Ganados, but like I'll, I'll let you guys do that. But like Doctor Sally is such a cool design, creepy. Like every every time I see him, like they know what they're doing. Like every time I see his face, like his eyes are just too far apart. You know, <laughs> it's like they're not like super wide, but they're not super close. They're just just wide, and they're perfectly circle yes. as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Just staring into your soul, aren't they? Yeah, it's so. I think there was a. There was like. It wasn't this one that just went by, but the previous like showcase that happened. They start. They started talking about uh, Doctor Salvador, and basically, like they were saying, we don't really want to change much about him, but we also want to make him look human. We had all these like concept arts about how we want to do Doctor Salvador, and they were all very alien and, yeah. and like you know. But we want to make him look human because that's what the original re what well, that's what made it the original re4 so um like classic in in terms of the visual style was that everything was human but there was just something a bit odd mm. like about everything mm. um yeah and i spoke about it earlier on with the clicking and uh the the broken neck what the ganados which you don't see a lot of um i do uh 
I do uh, encourage people to get your shotgun and just blast uh, center left or center right to a body of a Ganado um, because <laughs> their entire body just shreds. It looks <laughs> gross, but great at the same time. Amazing. Uh, Berger, how are you feeling about the visuals to sort of uh, wrap us up? I love them. Um, the Resident Evil, the RE engine has always impressed me with its like, you know, mesh manipulation stuff on the technical side. Um, even going so far back as, you know, the deformation you got on, uh, you know, Mr. Baker and Resident Evil Seven. Mm -hmm. That one scene in re Remake Two, when you pick up the officer's neck and parts yeah. of his esophagus kind of just flop out. Uh, and continue on to this when when you you have the the pre Wibbly. Um, and you kill the pre Wibbly, and then you see the Wibblies in the you know pre Wibbly state after still like hanging out, which I don't I don't quite trust it. Um, <laughs> the, the head kind of just flops too in a really fun way as mm -hmm. they're kind of walking around. Um, loved it, absolutely stunning. I I, I... floored. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see more. I, I can't wait to play it um, entirely. And I was gonna wait. Now, like having played the demo, I'm gonna. It's gonna be. I'm gonna have to get it sooner. Day one. Day one. <laughs> uh, uh, given my luck with GameFly, probably day three or four. Okay. <laughs> uh, just a quick shout out to Hunnigan, who we get to see. I know yeah. we've seen. Oh. You know, we saw the scenes up. in the trailers and stuff, but it is cool to get to see her like that, which we, we again, we've seen that in other Resident Evil um, <clears throat> projects since, you know, when you th I was thinking about it this week, she's kind of become like a really established character, not like really established in terms of personality, but she's had so many appearances now mm -hmm. um, because she basically shows up whenever Leon does, and we get in RE4, we never got to see much of her beyond, you know, a little window in a codec, but now we actually get to see a shot of her in her office or whatever, um, so that's cool. And also, just in general, I love that this demo starts us out in, you know, pitch blackness outside. Uh, you know, don't know what time it is, but it's obviously a really early hours of the morning because by the time you get to the village, it's the sort of beginning of dawn. Um, and we go from night into day over the course of the demo, just going throughout those buildings. Um, so we get to see different lighting styles for the game just in the demo alone that's really cool i'm excited to see where it goes beyond that um through the day different cycles of day that the demo that, that the full game might give us and also while we're here it's worth saying that the, apparently capcom have announced a day one patch to fix the rain so Yay. everyone celebrate that's a thing that's going to happen apparently so we can look forward to that part of the game now instead of dreading it like i was <laughs> god same there there i still don't understand people who are defending that race which brings me on to like final thoughts and hype checks i mean that rain was i know it sounds silly but that was basically the only thing i was really that concerned yeah. about and, I, and it was kind of a silly complaint but also not um but now that i know that that's gonna be that's planned to be fixed and having had my hands on um the demo i'm i mean i was pretty excited before but now i'm i'm ready well, give it to me now i'm, I'm super excited yeah. to see how other parts of this game are if they're treated the same or, you know, changed or even, you know, more new stuff. I really like that intro from taking control of Leon to the village because it was fresh and exciting. And I loved walking through 
um, the sort of canyons of the mountainside and stuff. I love out, outside Resident Evil is always fun and spooky, so uh, I'm excited to see the locations this game has on offer for us in terms of everything else. Burger, where's your hype at Ferrari 4? How did you feel about the demo overall? I loved it. Um, I... Sorry, I'm articulating. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of, uh, you know, generally in the in the space I am for most remakes prior to playing the demo of like, yeah, it's a it's a remake. I'll play it when I play it. I'm obviously gonna play it because um, I'm a big fan of the series. Um, but I might wait a bit. Um, I got a couple of games on my docket right now. But now that like having played the demo, I, I'm I'm back in what was it 2004, 2005, 2005, yeah. Yeah, 2005. I'm back in that time where I'm like, God, I just, just want to play it some more. I, I can't. There's stuff I just can't wait to do. I can't wait to walk up to that lake for the first time and shoot the lake. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, like dumb stuff like that that I remember doing. I can't wait to fight uh, El Gigante. Mm. Um, like I, I'm just eager. I'm can't eager wait to now. shoot walls for spinels. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, James, can't wait to smash crows. Yes. <laughs> Uh, James, how do you feel about the demo overall? Where's your hype Ferrari for? And in fact, on that note, what's the thing? What's something that you're excited to do in the final game now that you've played the demo? Uh, um, I'm sorry, guys, but my hype has gone a little bit down. Like, it was like, it was like you know maximum hype, but the parry system I was very excited for. Mm. Um, I was really excited to practice parrying and being able to just parry the entire game. That would have been super fun. <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't think that is something you can do in this game yeah um unless unless there's like some kind of skill that you can get or passive or something that helps you along that uh, along with that like i that it's kind of it's it has dampened but down my hype but if we're gonna do it out of 10 it's still at nine you know nice. it's still really high um yeah i can't wait to to play this game um use what am i excited to do yeah um I am very excited to find the collectibles. Mm. Um, this demo has given us a little bit of a, a little bit of a tease. Um, if you go into one of the houses in the courtyard, I keep calling it the courtyard because I don't really know what else to call it. Um, but the town square, I guess. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a little house in the town square that has a diamond lock key on it. Oh, um, the little chest thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, in one of the houses that, you know, those little things, like, it's like, oh, you see, we're teasing you. we got little collectibles. Like, I was like, oh, there's going to be a freaking tiara in here worth nothing. And then I can combine it with all these things. And it's going to be so cool. I hope that everything is combinable. Like, you know, like everything you find, there's going to be some extra secret to it. <laughs> um, I won't be disappointed if, it, if everything doesn't, but it would be cool to have that. Um, so, yeah, getting the collectibles, collecting all of them um and seeing steve's face as well after he collects all the things because steve is a magpie and <laughs> collecting everything in video games yeah i can't wait for the tarp watch run yeah <laughs> um uh yeah i agree with that like i think this game we've obviously been told a little bit that you know there's like side quests and you know we know that treasures are a big part of re4 so i am also similarly excited for that there's a bit in the village um, when you come in on the left, there's that building that you can't get into. If you go along the wall on the left, uh, very clearly, you are meant to get over that wall with Ashley. Yeah. 
yeah. when you come back. So it's like, ah, oh, cool, something to come back and do. And, you know, something that we raved on about Village being great was returning to the village and finding a bunch of new stuff. Um, yes, please, I would like to... I need more backtracking in my RE4, actually. I need it to be less linear. So, and I think that these kind of things kind of implicate that that's probably going to happen. Um, oh, and uh, just quickly, we got choice in this demo. Yeah, we spoke in the like spoilers for the wish list, but there's a, quite a lot of choice just in this demo alone about how you tackle things, right? And like the choices you get in terms of like spawning Salvador and like how he spawns and stuff. So that's also really cool to see. Mm. Cool. Okay. Well, I think that'll do it. Um, we are, yeah, just a couple weeks out from the game, so expect our podcast on the final Resident Evil Four remake finished product uh shortly after that i kind of can't believe that it's happening from the game that we just sort of joked would get a remake and now we're kind of like yeah this could actually be pretty great um so that's a thing in the meantime of course make sure to go over to our youtube we got the re4r episode of wishlist coming out very soon as well to sustain your hype um james myself and jordan talked about things that we want to see don't want to see and predict for the game so yes, look forward to that. But otherwise, nothing else remains for me but to thank our contributors and our patrons once again. Support the show for as little as $1 a month to help us create more bonus content like this one over at patreon.com forward slash Pod. You can also join the Discord server to get in touch with members of the team and our community, discuss Resident Evil with us and other fans, and listen to the podcast live as it's recorded. You can find the link to the server as well as our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, etc. at fasprayedpod.com. You can find the podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, and iTunes. And if you enjoyed the show, please do leave us a review where you can. It helps spread the word. Thank you to the panel. You can follow all the Pueblo people individually. I'm at Sinyak underscore one, two, three. James is at Moist Owler OFF and Burger is at It's Burger Time. And finally, thank you for listening and have a good week. That's what that rhyme is really about. <laughs> is it? Oh, I don't know. He's pickling his peppers, if you know what I mean. No. No, I don't either. <laughs> these, are the out- these are the outtakes that people come here for. Yeah. This, is the out- this is the reason Joji's here right yeah. now. They're, they're never going to be on bloopers, though. Like, <laughs> no, well, I'm done with bloopers, so you're safe. Mostly because I'm, I'm too We're lazy. just not that funny anymore, but yeah, that's, that's what it is. pretty much what it is. I was like, yeah, f- these guys. Yeah. <laughs>